Revelation chapter 16 verse 2 is my text this morning. The words are on the screen. And the first went, that's the first angel, and poured out his vial upon the earth. And there fell a noisome and grievous sore upon the men which had the mark of the beast and upon them which worshipped his image. The title of my message this morning is God's Cleanup Operation. God's Cleanup Operation. Yesterday, of course, was the day whenever the Apprentice Boys celebrate the relief of Londonderry, and we thank God for the relief and for the freedom, the civil and religious liberty that uh, the Apprentice Boys were celebrating yesterday. But I was dismayed at a sight yesterday evening coming out of the city, driving along the Craigavon Bridge. The full length of the bridge, rubbish along both sides of the road. I have to tell you the truth, I, I was disgusted by the rubbish that lined both sides of the bridge and the council staff by, by that stage were out cleaning up. They had a clean-up operation. But I just thought when driving along the bridge and saw all the rubbish lying and the people had just dropped and left behind, I just thought, isn't that a terrible advert for the apprentice boys? A terrible advert. Of course, it's not the apprentice boys that are to blame. It's the spectators, and perhaps not all the spectators are to blame, but those who threw down the rubbish are, are certainly to blame. The old saying used to be, keep Britain tidy. But not many people do that today. So the clean-up the clean operation swung into action yesterday evening in the city. I want to tell you folks, God has a clean-up operation for this earth. And it's in seven stages. It's called the seven vials of his wrath. And we read about them in Revelation chapter 16. And we want today to think about the first stage of this divine clean-up operation because the Lord is going to clean up this earth. Sin has polluted it and defiled it. And the Lord who created this earth and the Lord who... Uh, the, uh, this earth, of course, belongs to the Lord. It's his property. It doesn't belong to us. The way that some people talk today, you would think that this planet belonged to us. It, does, it doesn't. It belongs to our creator. We are just the stewards of it. But there will be a clean-up operation someday. And let me begin today with the first stage, the first vial. What it actually means is a shallow saucer. In the original, it literally means the word vial, shallow saucer. So the idea is here that the angels are pouring out these shallow saucers. It's a short, sharp burst of judgment that's coming upon the Christ rejectors. On the earth, and remember, this is at the end of the tribulation period. So let's get into the first vial today. The judgment is a noisome and grievous sore. 
Notice that in our text, verse 2, Revelation 16. And the first went and poured out his vial upon the earth, and there fell a noisome and grievous sore upon the men which had the mark of the beast and upon them which worshipped his image. His image. So there is a noisome and grievous sore for a noisome and grievous people. I want you to understand that today. The people who are experiencing the wrath of the Lamb in these seven vials, and in this first vial in particular, they are a noisome and grievous people, noisome and grievous sinners. Now, I can just hear your brain ticking over and you're asking, what do the words noisome and grievous mean? Well, they're both King James words, words from the authorized version. The word noisome in the Greek is the word kakos. It literally means destructive. Destructive. So here we have a destructive sore for a destructive people. The word grievous is the Greek word poneros, which means vicious. Vicious. A vicious sore is being poured out upon a vicious people, vicious sinners. So this judgment is fair. The punishment fits the crime. You see, man today, modern man, is destructive. Because of his sinful ways, he's vicious. Man in his lost condition, in his fallen estate, is is both destructive and vicious. And the idea here is that these people on the earth at the end of the tribulation period... They are people who have rejected the gospel. They are people who, when you offer them a gospel tract, they either refuse it or they take it and they rip it up. They are the kind of people who, when you give them a gospel tract, they take it and then they just throw it down afterward. These people are not people who are broken over their sin and who want to be forgiven. No, these people are the opposite. These people despise the whole idea of being forgiven. They have absolutely zero interest in being saved from their sins. These people are Christ-rejectors, God-haters, and the time comes whenever the Lord says, enough is enough, you want my wrath Here it is. You can have it. Noisome and grievous people. Destructive and vicious people. And upon them the Lord Lord pours out a noisome and grievous sore. A destructive and vicious disease. Why is it that the Lord would pour out this judgment upon these people. Well, it's because of the, the noisome and grievous sins they're involved in, the destructive and vicious sins that they're engaged in. 
And today I want to just leave a few of those sins with you and try to help you to understand why the Lord one day will pour out the seven vials of his wrath. Why one day there will be a clean-up operation on this earth. The first sin I want to mention this morning is what I've entitled Climate Communism. Climate Communism. It's rife in the world today. And one group of people that are in the crosshairs of the climate communists are the farmers. So you farmers in the congregation today prick up your ears because they're coming after you. In the Netherlands, the powers that be have planned to shut down 11,200 farms to meet climate goals. One-fifth of the farms in the Netherlands will be closed. Farmers will be forced to sell their farm and their land to the state in order to meet climate goals. This kind of thing happened under Stalin in the Ukraine, and we call it communism, where the government seizes the land of the people and then appropriates appropriates it and redistributes it among the population. So this is what I have called climate communism. Farmers will be forced, they must sell their property to the state. I'm reminded, of course, of the story in the Old Testament of Naboth. Whenever King Ahab came and asked him to sell his property, his land, well, Naboth refused to sell it. And I pray that the farmers in Holland will do exactly the same. They will follow Naboth's example. I pray that they will resist this climate communism. You see, this is just part of the Great Reset that we have been talking about in recent times. If you've never heard about the Great Reset that the World Economic Forum have planned, you really need to read up about it and you really need to get a handle on it. It's really just another word for for global communism. These elites want to bring in global communism, not just National communism, but global communism. They want to take control of the population and of the property. In fact, they want to take control of everything. And it's communism reinvented. Someone has said that the the goal of the World Economic Forum is that by 2030 you will own nothing and be happy. You will be eating bugs and be happy. Because that's exactly the aim. You might think that's far-fetched. But the idea, of course, is to get rid of the livestock on the farms. And... uh, That's rather odd in a time whenever there's a food crisis, a food shortage. Why would the powers that be want to remove part of the food supply? But that's exactly what 
sinister, nefarious figures behind the scenes today want to do. Climate communism. Let me mention another prevailing sin today that will bring down the wrath of God one day, that will bring down the vials of his wrath. It's called Drag Queen Story Hour. Drag Queen (coughs) Story Hour. Again, if you haven't read up about it, if you don't know much about it, you need to get to know it and understand it. And hopefully by the time this service is over today, you will understand a little more about it. Drag Queen Story Hour. It's supported by the leader of the Alliance Party, by the way, Naomi Long, who claims to be a Christian. A very funny kind of Christian, if you ask me. But she has come out in defense of a gentleman who went into the Mac Theatre recently in Belfast and read stories, homosexual stories, perverted stories to children. Drag Queen Story R. Miss Long described the event as an artistic performance in a theatre. She went on to say, We've grown up as a nation with panto. Men dressing as women is neither novel nor new. So basically what she's saying is that, you know, taking children to drag queen story R is just the same as going to see Mae McFetridge or Dame Edna Everidge. What the leader of the Alliance Party conveniently forgets is that drag queen story R is actually grooming. Grooming children for the sodomite movement. The whole goal is to recruit children into the LGBT movement. And that is why today... I say from this pulpit that we, as parents and grandparents, we need to recruit-proof our children and grandchildren from this movement. We need to protect them from it. We need to guard them from it. We need to pray for our children and our grandchildren like never before. One of the books, just to give you a flavour of the kind of material that was read to the children recently in Belfast, one of the books at the, at the event was entitled, I Am Not a Prince. It's about a frog called Hop who doesn't want to grow up to be a prince. Hop is banished by his peers but embarks on a magical adventure. Finally, he finds a rainbow-colored gate and a rainbow-colored lizard wizard. Hop cries out, I want to be myself with pride. The rainbow wizard casts a spell and the book ends with Hop returning home in a dress and Tiara declaring, I am myself. I've become a frog princess. And of course, the whole goal behind reading books like this to children is to to recruit them into the transgender movement and ultimately 
to confuse the children so that they will get to the stage where they say, I am a boy in a girl's body. I'm a girl in a boy's body. And they want to change. Dry queen story R. Grooming. Of course, the Bible speaks very clearly on the sin of transgenderism. You just have to read Deuteronomy chapter 22 and verse 5. The woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man, neither shall a man put on a woman's garment. For all that do so are abomination unto the Lord thy God. By the way, never mind Belfast, there's a similar event taking place in our city in a few weeks' time. Read with pride, story time, Derry Central Library, Thursday 25th of August, 11am, suitable for children aged 4 to 8 years. Beware. Climate communism, dry queen story are the sin of Sodom. That's the third and the final sin that I want to mention today, just to help you understand why it is that someday the Lord will pour out his wrath upon those who practice such things. <clears throat> sin of Sodom. What is the sin of Sodom? Well, it's homosexual pride. Homosexual pride. Ezekiel chapter 16, verse 49. Behold, this was the iniquity of thy sister Sodom. Pride. Today, they're even painting ambulances in the pride colors. That's how far it has gone. In Genesis chapter 18 verse 20, the Lord said, Because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is, is great, and because their sin is very grievous. The sin, of, the sin of Sodom is very grievous to the Lord Jesus Christ. And because it is grievous, one day he will pour out a grievous sore. According to Revelation 16, verse 2, a grievous sore upon those who practice this sin, upon those who promote it, upon those who defend it. A grievous sore for the grievous sin of Sodom. I hope, friends, that you're beginning to understand why it is that the Lord one day will have to uh, introduce his cleanup operation. Why the cleanup operation one day will swing into motion upon this earth. Because of climate communism, because of drag queen story are, and because of the sin of Sodom, and I could go on and on today, and the list is endless.
really. But I hope today that the Holy Spirit is giving you an idea and helping you to understand why it is that the seven vials will one day be poured out upon this earth. Surely we're getting very close, are we not? Surely the Lord is at the door. Surely, surely the, the, the trumpets soon will sound. The church will be taken home. Everyone who is washed in the blood of Jesus Christ will be taken away from this earth and taken home to heaven for the marriage supper of the Lamb. But then the seven vials will be unleashed beginning with this first vial, this noisome and grievous sore, which is for noisome and grievous sinners. Make sure you're not on the earth when these events begin to happen. You've heard the warning today. You're not here by chance today. Flee from the wrath to come. Flee to Christ today. We're not asking you to flee to a church. Because I've never really been bothered about labels above doors. After all, there's really only one church, isn't there? The Church of Jesus Christ. Make sure you're part of that church. And uh, coming to the service this morning is good, and we thank you sincerely for coming. But that does not make you a Christian. doesn't make you part of the church. Just the same as driving your car into the garage doesn't make you a car. Walking into the garage doesn't make you a car. No, we need to be born again. We need the miracle to take place, the miracle of regeneration. And it can happen to you today. Perhaps you have come into the service lost and only a breath away from hell. But you can go out of this service saved and on your way to heaven where Jesus is and where Jesus is tis heaven there <clears throat> yes the dam of God's wrath is ready to burst upon the earth and we need to flee to Jesus Christ for mercy before that day comes in 1975 in Henan province in China two dams failed due to extreme rainfall caused by typhoon Nina 240,000 people lost their lives. To bring it a little closer to home, in the year 1925, a Welsh village was destroyed when a dam burst. 16 villagers lost their lives. The same year in Scotland, a dam failed, killing five people. I want to say, friends, that sooner or later, the dam of God's wrath that we mentioned in a previous message, the dam of God's wrath is going to burst upon this earth. And the message today is, 
flee from that wrath and flee to Christ. Let us turn, please, to our closing hymn. Christ is surely coming, bringing his reward, Alpha and Omega, first and last and Lord. Let's all stand together to sing this hymn. It's to the very familiar tune of Land of Hope and Glory. Let's stand. (laughs) 